3: It's time to
2: get down to business on the weekend's number one business program. Known as the king of networking, your host, Shalom Klein, has worked with thousands of entrepreneurs and created countless jobs. So, to success, let's get down to business.
3: Hey, I am Paula Peterson, and I am here today for my friend, Shalom Klein, who is um, Army training. And thank you for his service. And here with me today is Tom Mirabali. Hi, Indif- Paula. Hi Tom. How Good are you? Good friend of mine in the station. He is the independent...
2: Um, Blue Cross Blue yeah, Shield I knew that. of Illinois. Yeah, but there was the way I agent. was going to
3: say it, I was going to say independent <laughs> agent of Blue Cross Blue Shield Illinois, and he knows everything there is to know about insurance. We try. Well, I think what you do is uncomplicated yeah. for people, uncomplicated, yes. mm-hmm. because... Uh, you know, insurance is not something anybody ever wants to sit down and talk about. Did you notice that?
2: They all walk away.
3: <laughs> what do you do for a living? Insurance. Oh, uh, my gosh. Uh, I got to go. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, open enrollment is coming up. We've already gotten our emails. Mm-hmm. You know, open enrollment is here. Mm-hmm. And what's the first thing you do? I get, I get anxious. You mm-hmm. know, I think people get anxiety when they have to make big decisions. Oh, like, yeah. Right? Medical insurance, oh, yeah. life insurance, whatever it might be. What's this going to cost me? What is this going to cost me? Mm-hmm. What does it mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, can you uncomplicate that for us for a well, minute? Here? Where do we start? Well, where do we start? Well, first of all, before we jump in, I want to say Get Down to Business is powered by Tandem HR, and you can always visit our friends at tandemhr.com. Now, back to Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, tandem HR. How are you doing?
2: All right, let's start with this. With okay. The, the uh, Affordable Care Act, which is no longer affordable, it never was really affordable. Um, I've basically come across something where the Unaffordable Care Act is not going down in prices substantially. You know, there might be a four, five, six, seven percent uh swing in premiums this year only because they are losing clients left and right. Well, why? why? Yeah, why? Because more employment, thanks to Donald Trump, more companies, thanks to Donald Trump, are employing people, okay? Ah. So people are jumping on the group plans, which okay. are good uh, good to a sense, but sometimes those group plans don't cover dependents. Got it. Okay. Spouse and children. Or some p- companies do cover dependents, spouse and children, and they'll only pay maybe 50% of the premium and leave the other 50% up to the employee. Oh, so then what do people do? Well, they come to me. (laughs) Okay. And they say, well, what can you do for me, fella? Well, I have short term major medical plans that have a wide choice of hospitals, wider than the Affordable Care Act, the unaffordable care act, I call it. Got it. And a lot more doctors. Why? Because they pay the doctors and hospitals more money for medical services. Okay. Whereas um, on the Affordable Care Act, Th- there's a lot of hospitals that won't take it and they uh, there are hospitals that will take only the precision hmos okay because those hmos for some reason pay more money to the hospitals so um See, it's w- such
3: a game how it is. is a regular person like me with a family at home a job mm-hmm. supposed to figure all that out
2: yeah well you sit down with people yeah And it's just like anything else, you know, financial planning, you sit down with a certified financial planner, health insurance, you sit down with a certified health insurer uh, that's uh, capable of selling the Affordable Care Acts and all the other insurances out there.
3: So how does the conversation begin? Do they call you?
2: Yes. They hear my commercials. Thank you, WIND. Yes. (laughs) Uh, And when they hear the fact that I sell plans without the maternity coverage, the phone rings off the hook. Why? What is a 50 year old going to do Wait, with What's your telephone coverage? number, Tom? 630 I'm glad you asked that. <laughs>
3: 630-863-3477. One more time? 630- 630. Uh-huh. 863-3477. Or you can also visit HealthPlanChicago.com. That's HealthPlanChicago.com. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. That sounds good.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So when people finally call me, they say, I heard your commercial on WIND. And I says, well, that's wonderful. I'm glad you're listening. Thank you for listening. And they say, what's this without maternity coverage? And then I just start. And I I tell them, uh, I do sell a Golden Rule United Healthcare Program, uh, short-term major medical plan that's good for six months. And, uh, and you can renew those plans on and on and on. Okay. Okay. You have to be healthy. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. So you can't be an insulin-dependent diabetic. Uh, you can't have uh, lung cancer within the last five years or any form of uh, malignancy within the last five years. And that's where the Affordable Care Act is good because there are no underwriting questions. Got it. You're going to pay a left lung for it, but it's very, very expensive.
3: All right. So okay. how do you get around the, the maternity
2: uh, my plans do not offer maternity. Right. None of the short-term plans, and I offer more than one. Mm-hmm. I offer uh, Golden Rule, that's owned by United Healthcare. I offer Pivot Health, which is owned by Companion Life, and then I also offer one through National General, got it, which is owned by National General. Okay. Um, and these programs uh, can go up to two million dollars worth of coverage, and up to a million dollars on other plans. So per term. Okay? So what Governor Pritzker realized uh, last year is that these short term plans have taken millions of people away from the Affordable Care Act outside of the group. Are you talking
3: about mostly in Illinois?
2: Yes. Okay. Well, I'm, I only oh, really sell. Illinois. I only sell in Illinois. Gotcha. Okay. Don't want to be in Wisconsin and other places. I, you know, okay. The jack of all trades, master of none, does not work for me. All right. Okay. So, and
3: you're very good at what you do. Uh, so, we thank want you, very you to much.
2: Be able to be focused, but I am focused. I work seven days a week. No. You can call me don't any. Do that. I do <laughs> seven days a week, twenty four hours a day. I'm available. I work for my clients, so you can call me. If I don't call you back, or if I'm not in the office. Leave your name and number and I will call you back, you know. Um, But a perfect example is when people call me, uh, they could be 40, 50, 60 years old, 30 years old, whatever the case may be. Why does a 60-year-old person want to have health insurance with maternity coverage? They don't. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So if they go to the Unaffordable Care Act and have the blue precision bronze HMO – that first off they have to pay $7,900 cash out of pocket oh be- before they get 100% coverage and for that for a non-smoker male or female you're going to pay 832 a month Okay, eight hundred and thirty-two dollars a month. That's a lot a of
3: money. How are people supposed to afford that?
2: And if you're a smoker, you're going to pay one thousand 060, oh sixty-eight dollars a month. But I offer plans with a seven uh, anywhere from a twenty-five hundred deductible, five thousand deductible, seventy-five hundred deductible, ten thousand deductible, twelve thousand five hundred hundred percent after deductible.
3: And I know that this is all true because I get phone calls. From people who've talked to you, Mm -hmm. and they love working with you, and they renew over and over and over again.
2: It's fun because I tell the people the way it is. Let me give you an example. Remember, I told you seventy nine hundred dollars on the Affordable Care Act before the plan starts to pay at one hundred percent. A lot of money. If you just go to a seventy five hundred dollar deductible, uh huh. uh, This is a sixty year old. Yes. Is is everybody
3: following? I'm following.
2: (laughs) Follow the bouncing ball. I hear you. Instead of paying eight thirty two a month, okay. You're going to pay 374
3: <gasps> That's a huge cash savings. And you're saving $400 on the deductible. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. If you're it just is. tuning in, I'm talking to Tom Mirabali. This is Paula Peterson. I'm with filling in today for Get Down to Business. And we're talking about insurance, everybody's favorite subject at this time of year. Open enrollment is coming around. Everybody has a lot of questions. Tom Mirabali, independent agent for Blue Cross Blue Shield. How do people get a hold of you?
2: Call me at 630-863-3477.
3: And you also have a very nice website.
2: I do. Go ahead. We don't
3: say the WW anymore. Oh, we don't? No. You just say... HealthplanChicago.com. Oh, healthplanchicago.com. Okay.
2: (laughs) And let's put that to music. No.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And there's an area right there to make it super simple. There's an area right there where people can just type in and a question goes right to you. Yes. To your mailbox.
2: Yeah. As I just showed you. (laughs) And and if I don't get a hold of you right away, call me. It's yes. called telephone.
3: But if you have questions, Tom is always available to ask questions yes. too. And you know what? I think in, today, in today's world, it's really nice to have a one-on-one conversation. And, you know, this is a business show. People are having conversations every day. They're talking to each other. They're trying to learn something new. There's a lot of information coming at us from all different directions right now. I think it's nice to be able to have someone that you can rely on yeah. To just have a conversation with you know,
2: let's talk. Just got to talk and keep the lines of communication open. So
3: tell me again. We have a, a yeah. few seconds. What's mm-hmm. how, what do you call it again? I, it, it's the ACA. Is the afford the Affordable Care Act, also known as Obamacare, uh-huh. and then there's also you're saying there's short term again repeated short-term, for people like me sh- short term major medical short term major medical and ppo you, plans ppo plans and you offer those and those are available without maternity coverage that is correct so that somebody who's over 50 um doesn't well, they really could need they that. could be
2: 25 years old oh, and, true. and not get and true. not get maternity coverage the and plans don't offer is that maternity. what you call
3: supplemental no it's a, it's a, a
2: short term major medical plan
3: okay all right.
2: Yeah, supplemental is just Medicare supplement. Got it. But you know, as far as um, uh, the short-term major medical plans they, uh, with United Healthcare, they go all the way up to two million dollars per person per term.
3: Got it. All right. Stay tuned. I'm going to bring Tom back because I think that this is really interesting. And for people like me, I need to know more. I need to figure this whole thing out. Okay. This is Paula Peterson with Get Down to Business, powered by Tandem HR. I will be right back. Hey, it's Paula Peterson and I am back with Get Down to Business. Get Down to Business is powered by Tandem HR and they would love if you would reach out to them at tandemhr.com. But in studio with me today is my good friend uh what else? I mean, <laughs> clients, <laughs> helper of information. Now I feel like we're Lunch related. Buddy. Lunch buddy. I feel like <laughs> we're related. It's Tom Mirabali, an independent Blue Cross Blue Shield agent. And of, other companies. And other companies yeah. of Illinois. Yes. And Tom, listen, you know, I feel like you've become a very good friend. I actually feel like you're family now. Well, you're family to me. Well, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. We're both Italians. So we hey, got that thing what are you going on. Do? I know we were all talking about the things inside of the break, which we shouldn't talk about yeah, on it. whatever. So we'll skip over that. Okay. Um. Thank you. One of the reasons why I really wanted you to be on Get Down to Business today, and also thank you because you are a sponsor of Get Down to Business, so we yes. appreciate that. That as Mm -hmm. well, um, is people have so many questions Mm -hmm. about insurance. Mm -hmm. I find it to be complicated. And Mm -hmm. like, so I'm thinking if I had to ask you a question, you know, I would, I think one of the things I would talk about with the Affordable Care Act is. Do I have to have it? Do Am I going to get penalized? Like, what are some of those rules that have changed? Because I feel it's very complicated right now. So is that something people ask you yes. when they call you about insurance?
2: Yes. But okay. Since President Trump came into power here, he that's the one of the first things he did. He took away the penalty
3: okay. Okay,
2: for not having an Affordable Care Act. Plan. Got it. So, um, and it opened up. Um, Do you think everybody knows that? Uh No. They don't. And the reason – it's a great question because not everybody knows it. And that's the first thing they ask me. Well, don't don't I – am going to get penalized for this? No, because Trump took away the penalty. Got it. That was one good thing about it. And then um, the other good thing about it is that with my short-term major medical plans, you can use any doctor, any hospital in an emergency situation. Yeah. You know, I mean, you could be skiing in Colorado. God forbid you break your leg. You just go to the emergency room.
3: And, and don't worry fine. about it. No,
2: you're taken care of. Then yeah. they stabilize you. They put you in an ambulance or an air ambulance or whatever, bring you back to Chicago, and then you go, you get your bones set, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're going to, just like with the Affordable Care Act, you're going to meet your deductible first. Okay. And then the plan picks up at 100%, up to $2 million per
3: term. See, I think, it, this. Sh- I mean, I'm going to write a new commercial for you. Okay. I don't think insurance needs to be complicated. No. I mm-hmm. think that when you talk one-on-one with somebody like yourself- mm-hmm. It becomes a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And I want to say thank you to you because that's the one great thing is mm-hmm. that you actually take the time to talk to people. And there's I'm,
2: no charge. I, I do not charge a fee. I know. And a lot of, it's a, a lot of advisors do charge a fee. Yeah.
3: You and wanna, you're easy to get a hold of. I'm here at 630-863-3477. 3477 at Hello. I love that. So I want to talk about for a second, though. You really are an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have been in business for a long time, a Mm -hmm. long time Chicago person. All my life. I know. Mm -hmm. And some of the things um, that you've done is you've worked with your dad Mm -hmm. years and years ago in the concrete business. 30 plus years. You've run your own businesses before. What can Mm -hmm. you tell us about what it's like to be a business owner in Chicago right now? Well, right now.
2: Um you've got the regulations that Trump got rid of, mm-hmm. you know, in a lot of spots. Um, and you just have to watch the nickels and dimes and dollars. You know, you don't you just don't blow your money on stupid stuff. You know, you just have to keep it tight to the vest. If you're not making the money, you can't spend the money. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you've you've got to be a good steward of your money.
3: You should also have a really good marketing partner.
2: Yeah, like am A M five sixty. That's yes. right, Paula Peterson. And Paula Peterson. Call there me, you go. Right? Okay, there you go.
3: Very simple. And you know, Tom and I, you, we should have our own our own radio show. Yeah, we should just for the hell of it. <laughs> uh, but uh,
2: no, but uh, for for all practical purposes, you know, we go back eight years, but prior to my stint with the health insurance mm-hmm. company, I did have another company, a franchise rust proofing company called Zebird. And we were downtown in the near north off of right right next to Mr. Beef. Oh
4: great you know, location. And, uh,
2: yeah, right. Huron and Orleans. I, and boy, what a great place that was. I, oh, <laughs> unbelievable. I, I bet you have great stories too oh, about being gosh. down there. Yeah. But you see, yeah, you know, As a matter of fact, I talked, and now that was back in 1979, the worst time to go into business. Thank oh. you, Jimmy Carter. 23% interest rates, 22%. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it was brutal. I don't know
3: how people did anything back we then, did, bought a house or started a business. We
2: did that for over 10 years. As a matter of fact, I talked to my partner this morning on my way over to the studio.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and We're not partners anymore, but we're the best of friends. And um, we did that for uh, 10, 11 years. And um we worked seven days a week and we, uh, gave a service. You have to be available for your clients. Right. I don't care if you're selling insurance or if you're pouring concrete or if you're doing whatever. You have got to be there and be there for your clients.
3: See, now isn't that, I think, that is very Chicago. It is. Think, I think Chicago is a little bit different than anywhere else in the United States. I've been doing some traveling lately. I don't see that kind of work ethic around no. the rest of the country that I see here in the Midwest. No. And I think for business owners, operators, even employees, mm. yep. it's good to know what you are walking into. Correct. And I think right now, more than ever, service to clients has to be at the highest level correct. possible because there's too many choices. Yep, people can go anywhere. Yep, right anywhere for that anything. That is correct. I mean, right. you're one of many people that sells insurance. Right. I'm one of many people that provides marketing solutions. Right. Right. So there's places to go, but I think what has to set you apart mm-hmm. is your service mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and being available. I mean, Tom, come on, you do have to have a life, okay? I do. I, mean, Christine I do. Christine wants yeah. you to be no, able to travel. So, but. It is good to be in front of people, so when you were running those businesses, um, is there any kind of advice that you can offer people on like, how did you do that day by day, operating downtown? Did you just keep your nose to the grind or I had a very what about hiring trust, the right people?
2: Very trustworthy partner? Ah, so love them like the a brother mm-hmm. and, and we stopped that business in 1978. Uh, okay. No, 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 I'm sorry. 1989. And um, we still keep in contact. Now, that's true friendship.
3: It is. Yeah. It's, how often do you hear of a business partner, business partners staying together as friends yeah. for years to come afterwards? Yeah. So that means you ran a tight ship. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. We did. And um,
2: uh, and that's the same. I do not have any employees right now. And why? Because thank you. Remember the old saying, thank you, mother. I'll do it myself. Yes. You can't find people that are going to be that dedicated if they don't own it. Yes. If it's not theirs. They could care
3: less. Well, if, with
2: a lot of people.
3: Yeah, we're hearing that a lot of people are having trouble hiring yes, right now. They're right. they need to hire good help and then right. or good employees. I shouldn't even just say help because people are getting paid, right? Um, but it's they're having a hard time finding the right talent pool right, right. now. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of cho- again, there's a lot of choices. You're mm-hmm. dealing with different generations working for each other. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't want to be disparaging to any one generation because everybody has its own thing. right? And um, so it's really hard to find somebody right mm-hmm. now. Right. But, uh, but, and we're basically at full employment.
2: Yes. I mean, you know, and you want to give people a guaranteed income of what? A thousand dollars a month they're talking about? Yeah. You know, that's ridiculous. You got to go out and work for it, mm-hmm. you know? And, and this giving stuff away is ridiculous. Yeah. Health insurance benefits, you're going to give them away. Who's going to pay for all this stuff?
3: Right. You know, well, every company you have to pay for part of your insurance. Yes. Right. Right. Which leads me back to you. That's me. (laughs) So say I have. um, So an open enrollment is coming up. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. And now we have to go online. You got to look at everything. Can uh, can an employer choose not to pick. Their company insurance? Can they call you instead? Can you put together a plan for them? And can they save money doing it? Funny you should mention is that. that because many, after is that too many questions? After no, after we're okay. done
2: here, I do have to go and uh, show somebody uh, two plans, competitive plans: Blue Cross Blue Shield okay. and United okay. Healthcare. So you're going to sit
3: down with somebody one on sure. one and yeah. go over that with them, right?
2: Actually, I have two appointments because I have a renewal on a group plan okay. that has maybe 20 employees mm-hmm. that I have to go over and give them the renewal notice. Okay. okay. And oh, through Blue Cross Blue Shield, but now I have another one. I'm sorry, the the one I'm going to go see is with Humana. Okay, but now the next one they're trying to figure out: do we go with United? This is what we have with United Healthcare, and it's costing us an arm and a leg for seven employees. So you're going to compare. So we're going to compare United so Healthcare compared to Blue Cross Blue, Blue, Blue Shield. Shop. Absolutely.
3: See, you can you can you can get answers on your insurance and your healthcare, right. and at this time of the year, when you have choices to make. People don't get penalized for not using their company insurance. They can use outside providers, right. and you might be able to save them money in the long run as well. Correct. It's not to say your company plan isn't good, no. but just to say you do have options, mm-hmm. and you yes. won't get penalized. Yes. if you decide to use a different plan. Correct. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tom Bali, thank you so much for joining oh, us. Well, thank you for having me. And, it's always a pleasure to be with you. And we can reach you at eight four seven. No. Oh, right. 630. 630. Oh, hello. It's
2: Lyle. Not Bolivia. It's Lyle.
3: <laughs> 630-863-3477. 3477 at You can leave a messages right there. That's healthplanchicago.com. Um, and if
2: I don't answer the phone when y'all call, just leave a, just message. Leave a message and I will get back to you. I'm good yeah. at, I'm good at getting back to people.
3: So I'm Paula Peterson. this has been another episode of Get Down to Business. I have been filling in for my friend Shalom Klein who is doing fantastic. He will be back in a couple of weeks. In the meantime we are powered by Tandem HR. everybody have a great successful
4: week. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Get Down to Business, the show all about small business, jobs, and entrepreneurship. I'm thrilled to be joined by the author of a brand new book, uh, Cash Nickerson. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, uh, Cash. Great to have you on. Let's talk about the book um, and, uh, and, and what inspired you. Uh, tell us a little bit about it.
1: Well, great. Yes, thank you. And thank you so much for having me on. Uh, The book is called The Samurai Listener, and it's about really the value and power of learning to be a great listener, as opposed to what we spend our time being trained to do and what we tend to spend our time doing, which is talking. And it really lays out and redefines uh, listening in this broader sense what I had noticed over the course of an entrepreneurial career, executive career, legal career, uh, in my 30, almost 35 years of uh, being out and about. Uh, I started to realize that the people who were most successful were actually taking things in in a way that was better, more powerful, stronger. It really gave them the edge. The edge didn't come from being a smooth talker. The edge came from taking more in from those around you sure. and applying it. Well, uh, so Cash, uh, I've read The yeah.
4: Samurai Listener, and I've I've read a little yeah. bit about your background. And uh, I, I, I've got a few questions that I know are very, very relevant for uh, entrepreneurs and business owners in particular. Um, entrepreneurs by nature are running around meeting to meeting, and uh, it's it's often hard to, I guess, call it to focus. How? Wh- what are some of the tips that, that you share in the book? I don't want you to share everything, but how to get in the zone and truly focus in the moment.
1: Well, the very best one. I think, and there's lots of good ones, but one that I think is particularly helpful is, you know, when we own a small business, it's just, there's a hundred billion things on your mind and you carry that around with you everywhere and you carry it to meetings and you'll spend most of the meeting with your brain circling around of what am I going to do about employee so-and-so when in fact you really need to be paying attention to the meeting you're in. And so the best way to handle that is before you go to a meeting, is taking all those things that are spinning around in your head and compartmentalizing them by writing them down on a piece of paper, put it in your PDA, whatever you want to do with it, but to get it out of your head for the meeting, to acknowledge the fact that this stuff is spinning around (laughs) like the spin cycle in a washing machine, and you, and you gotta set it aside, otherwise you have no chance our minds just are not functioned to be self compartmentalizing very well
4: so I must ask regarding the uh regarding the story behind um behind the book I know that you are an avid martial artist and uh, you have a really interesting uh, business background, but you've clearly absorbed some certain uh skills and uh and techniques that obviously share through the book. And we'll share more information in just a moment regarding how our listeners can find the book. But what was the moment for you where you realized you are learning something and that you have something uh, that can and should be relevant to others?
1: You know, it's an excellent question. I think in terms of the the martial arts context, it was the realization, that, why did I Why did I concentrate so well when practicing martial arts? And why when I trained with champions did they just seem to be so in tune with what was gonna happen next? It was that focus, that concentration. And that's because the consequences of not focusing and not paying attention are so high, right? You get hit. And so <laughs> you're kind of forced into that state. In a business context, as I applied those skills, calling on a customer out in the Northeast, um, being getting in that same zone uh, and uh, paying att- paying attention to the way I talk about it, and listening to the way I talked about it in the book, I was able to rec- to re- uh, recast and recount what a customer needed and wanted, it so clearly and carefully without taking notes. That they said afterwards, they said, "Did you write that
4: on your hand?"
1: <laughs> and I said, "No, I listened." And I said, "You know, as a company, we listen." And we got multi-million dollar order as a result.
4: That's great advice. And I know that um, you talk a lot about how to listen to remember. And all these techniques uh, I've enjoyed uh, reading from the book. I don't want to share them all with our listeners because I want to make sure that they check it out. Um, it's a fantastic book, once again, called The Samurai Listener, written by, um, by Cash Nickerson. And, Cash, um, I just love looking on your website, looking at that uh, that photo of you, um, the uh, <laughs> the two photos of you in that business suit and uh, your martial artist uh, outfit, it's, it's just fantastic. So you've got a fascinating story, some fascinating tips. Once again, I want to make sure our listeners can find it. How can people learn more and uh, purchase the book?
1: Well, you mentioned the website, and that's really a great place to start, cash at cashnickerson.com. And, of course, the books available at Barnes and, & Barnes and Noble, Amazon, all the usual uh, outlets.
4: And that's great. Well, check out the website, cashnickerson.com. Uh, the book is called The Samurai Listener, um, and you'll read a little bit about the author of uh, that book and several other fantastic books um, talking about how to, how to listen better, uh, how to handle conflict, express respect for clients and associates, and ultimately transform into leaders. It's a great read. Um, check it out. Cashnickerson.com. Well, coming up after the break, we are going to be chatting with Dove Snow. We are going to be chatting about cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, all those things that you've heard a lot about, but you don't know what exactly it means. Dove will be demystifying it. You don't want to miss that segment and the advice that he is going to share. We're going to be back on Get Down to Business in just a moment. We're powered by Tandem HR. Check them out, TandemHR.com. But Chicago, don't touch that dial. You'll listen Get Down to Business. Hey, you're listening to the show, which is all about small business, jobs, and entrepreneurship. I'm thrilled to be joined by my good friend, Dove Snow. Dove, welcome to the program.
0: Hey, Shalom. Thank you so much for having
4: me. Absolutely. It's great to have you. You and I have had many a conversation about this next topic, which I have to say, you are uh, a fantastic educator. Um, You've taught me more than I ever expected to know about uh, this term Bitcoin and uh, and cryptocurrency I know these are still very 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 new uh, topics but uh, you have uh, been way ahead of the curve and uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about it and uh, but most importantly uh, Dove I'm, I'm curious to know why do you think it's important that we talk about it today where do you think this this uh, this fascinating uh, concept is going to go over the coming years
0: well there, there's fundamental uh, points to discuss on why it's important to understand what's going on, you know, today, uh, which is Bitcoin and blockchain. Um, Bitcoin is the first and largest decentralized currency that currently exists. In fact, I, I used it today um, when, when purchasing <laughs> some groceries in in Jewel. And the other concept, um, and more importantly, is the concept of blockchain are the two fundamental concepts that we have to speak about um, today. Uh, Bitcoin uh, is a a phenomenal technology that, when combined with blockchain, can create um, efficiencies in ways that we hadn't seen before. Um, for example, um, when purchasing a house, you have to have escrow services. And via Bitcoin, if you... Are able to show proof of, you know, deed. You're able to transfer it without um, any intermediary.
4: Fascinating. So, uh, what is the what is the story behind um, behind blockchain, Bitcoin? Why why is it necessary? Um, let's uh, let me just sort of dumb it down.
0: Okay, so on a normal transaction. Um, you are going to the store, there is the payment processor, there is the person purchasing the good, there is the person you're buying the good from, there is the bank in between. Um, In the original economies, when economies were first created, it was very difficult for people to keep track um, of these purchases. Um, If, for example, the very first purchase was my bread for your jelly, um, and we wanted to keep track of that, In the community, you'd have to have a person or a horse going from vendor to vendor, keeping track, and that was technologically very, very difficult. As we grow, and as a result of that, you had to have sort of a centralized system where you had someone you could trust, um, like a bank, where it would be secure, uh, where they would be incentivized to keep very good records, you know, taking fees, and they would... Keep track for everybody, and then they would be the the uh, person of, of record, which is basically what we have now. The issue with that is, and I'll give a Monopoly example: is if you're playing Monopoly, and the banker can really skim a five or ten dollars uh, without anybody really knowing. Um, but if you had a digital scoreboard for Monopoly, like at um, at Wrigley Field, where you may not necessarily be able to see the names or understand the names of the teams, but you would see the numbers and the scores moving. There would be no way for a bank or any third party to alter the score without everybody noticing. So that is one of the major concepts of decentralization of a decentralized ledger.
4: So it is so different than, than any other currency on, on so many levels. and, I know our, our few minute conversation won't do this topic justice. We're gonna to have to have you on, but uh in a moment I'm gonna ask you to share some resources. There are so many differences right now in the uh in the US dollar, so we have pennies, we have nickels, we have dimes, we have quarters and so on. It, with cryptocurrency, it's not divisible in that same way, and it's really it's it's as much or as little as the two parties that are agreeable to the currency set up for themselves. Is that right?
0: Um so that's actually not as accurate um as you'd think. There is just like in a dollar, there is a cent. In Bitcoin there is something called a sat or a satoshi, which is named after the infamous founder, uh, Satoshi Nakamoto, who no one knows where he is, you know, to this day, um, in two thousand and eight. And um a bitcoin can be broken down by eight different decimal places and Point oh, 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 0.0000001 would be one SAT or one Satoshi, and a Bitcoin can be broken down all the way to that point.
4: Oh my goodness, so. though, we're going to have to spend a lot more time on this. Oh my goodness, I have so much more to learn. But cryptocurrency is something, uh, and Bitcoin and, 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 uh, and blockchain is something that um, you believe uh, businesses, business owners should, uh, should learn more about?
0: Yes, absolutely. Uh, I mean, just to give you some insight into more recent large-scale news, you know, less than two weeks ago, the SEC um, came out, that's the Security and Exchange Commission, came out that Ethereum, which is the second largest of the cryptocurrencies, um, is actually not a security. You know, one of the fears that there was was that it would be able to security, and it's not, which just allows, you know, more mainstream adoption, which is... M- one of the many reasons that people should just be aware of what's going on around
4: them. Wow. Wow. So Dove, um, we are running out of time and I want to make sure that our listeners can learn more. Are there any specific websites that you would recommend, um, to, uh, to uh, read up on the topic?
1: Yes,
0: sure. Uh, Bitcoin.com, um, is a great place, uh, to start. Um, that's one of the places you can actually, you know, buy Bitcoin, I believe. Um, that's a really good one. Uh, Coindesk is a good place to start. Also, Coindesk.com.
4: That's fantastic. And I'll link to all of these sites uh, through my website. Dove, I appreciate you coming on this show to, uh, to talk about it. We need to spend more time on it. Really interesting topic. But again, thank you, Dove Snow, an expert on uh, blockchain, cryptocurrency. We're going to be back with some more tips in just a moment. Chicago, don't touch about that. Welcome back. Uh, my mind is blown. What a fascinating conversation um, with Dove Snow. I feel uh, usually I feel at the end of the program far more knowledgeable. I think at this uh, at this point tonight, I know exactly what I'll be reading. I'll be reading about the subject of uh, of blockchain and uh, even after a few hours of reading, I probably will uh, will still be. Uh, Unknowledgeable and uneducated on the topic. We're going to have to learn a lot more, but as always, we'll be linking to all of our guests. A fantastic conversation today with Stella Terry from Tandem HR, Steve Whittington from Life, Working, Coworking, and Cash Nickerson, the author of The Samurai Listener, followed by Dove Snow, who demystified the topic of cryptocurrency. So, what a great lineup! We are powered by our good friends at Tandem HR, your solution center. You can find them online, tandemhr.com. Or give them a call, 630 510 So Wednesday was a good day. For the first time in a long while, I wasn't rushing um, anywhere. I had the time to focus on the three Ps, projects, paperwork, and phone calls. And while the first two went fairly well, apparently there's Additional paperwork needs to go along with the paperwork I finished. Sigh. My phone calls contained some unexpected lessons in communication. Two of the calls that I made were to colleagues I know well and have worked with over the past three to four years. One of them I definitely consider a friend, yet both phone calls had rough beginnings. A moment where I could hear I was intruding or interrupting that I wasn't welcome. Surprised, I stuttered a bit and tripped over my words. Briefly lost my focus. Once the calls ended... I spent much of the day and evening wondering why did that happen? I believe each call was impacted by a number of factors and by each participant, and I wanted to share that with you here today. My calls were received on cell phones and did indeed interrupt the other person. I know I experienced this all the time. They were doing something else. My timing was not good. To tell me this, they spoke with clipped words and a chilly tone. I do this all the time as well. I do understand. I do this myself, and you probably have too. There are better options. If a call is a terrible in- interruption, let it go to voicemail. I do that a lot. There are better options. Um, that's, uh, by the way, putting letting somebody go to voicemail, That's uh, so much better than a chilly beginning to what could be an important conversation. Or, B, don't answer the call quickly. Use the first ring to stop what you're doing. Decide um, that you're going to answer. And although it sounds silly, put a smile on your face. It will change the sound of your voice and it won't throw your annoyance at the caller. All phone calls are an interruption. None of us are sitting around waiting for the phone to ring. By answering between the second and third ring instead of the first, you can make sure you welcome the caller. These days, I ignore Most of my calls, Um, that's the truth. I schedule calls, and those are the calls that I take. The uh, calls that I cannot take, I send to voicemail. And then I'll send a text or an email to that person and say, let's schedule a time. Each of those individuals that I spoke to uh, answered so quickly, they they may have not looked at a caller ID. And this probably impacted their tone knowing it was me. Both of them could have quickly said, didn't want to ignore your call, but this isn't a good time. I'll call you back longstanding relationships allow for this and we should do it more often because I know both these people I did start my conversation with. How are you? And it wasn't appreciated. Both colleagues got a bit defensive. Why? Because they heard that I wanted to chat and that I wasn't going to be efficient. Starting with the reason for my call would have been a lot less awkward. Assumptions played a role in both calls. For one of them, I left the detailed message the day before and said I'd call again when they answered the next day. I assumed they knew what I was calling about but their gruff, what's up, indicated that they had not listened to my message. This is so common today. We have to stop making assumptions about, um, about who's listening to voicemail. The other call followed up to an email. They assumed I understood that if they hadn't replied, the answer was no. That had not occurred to me. This is my continual life lesson. Don't make any assumptions. And one of those calls contained information that the other person thought was bad news or at least disappointing for me, so it was difficult for them to relax in the conversation and be direct. But being indirect is a sure sign that something is not being said. It can create defensiveness or impatience. Um, When we have something uncomfortable to say, it's best to say it as soon as possible. If necessary, you could preface it with, I'm uncomfortable saying this to you, or... I think you're going to be disappointed. All of us are spending less time talking on the phone. When you connect voice to voice, what are you doing to make your conversations more effective? I'd love to hear those thoughts and those answers from you. I'd love to hear how your week's been. You can get in touch with me on my website, shalomkline.com. That's also where you can download podcasts from this very show. Once again, shalomkline.com. Follow me on Twitter at shalomkline. I post tips and information. To success, let's get down to business. We'll talk to you next Sunday right here on AM560, The Answer, at 6 p.m. Be sure to check out our sponsors, tandemhr.com. We'll talk to you next Sunday. Hope you have a great week.